Hey guys, and welcome back to Sweat Thrive Glow. My name is Katie Dudley. I am the host and voice behind this podcast and the face and voice behind the blog and brand, The Pilates Blonde, as well as the owner of the studio by TPB. Before we swan dive in, we're going to talk about the corona crisis for 0.5 seconds because I am not socially tone deaf and we just can't ignore what's going on. First of all, I want to thank everyone who's reached out to me to be like, oh my goodness, you opened 12 fucking days ago. Are you okay? Luckily, my team came out swinging week one and two. Therefore, I am financially stable for the next few months. I don't spend money frivolously. Like it's just not in my wheelhouse. Um, So even with um, emergency jaw surgery last week and which I paid out of pocket for, love that for me, and not being clear on when I can be running at full capacity. Um, I've been a-okay, which is really, really nice. But don't stop checking on your local business friends. Actually, don't stop checking on any of your friends. Listen, um, I'm very fortunate that I have two parents who can work remotely, work from home. Nothing has really changed for them. I am very, very fortunate that my business did really, really well out of the gate and I'm okay. I'm very fortunate that Lululemon is paying us for all of our scheduled hours during this time of closure. Fun fact, KOP and actually Suburban Square were the first two locations in the United States to close. And they put together this plan just for our two stores originally and then opened it up to the rest of the company. The things that they're offering for us are absolutely incredible. We're very, very fortunate. Um, So we had a meeting on Saturday where we could ask a million questions and it was very, very nice, like an open floor, whatever, um, to express all of our concerns and like ask questions about like how things were going to work operationally. I'm so thankful for my leadership team. Um, I hung up off that call and then rolled over in bed and took a nap that I got paid for. So I'm very, very, very appreciative, um, for the security that they gave us. Um, that's been really nice, but some of our friends, are quarantined and aren't getting paid and don't know how they're going to pay their mortgage or feed their kids. Some of our friends are um, ha- are at home with their kids and don't really know what they're doing um, and having to homeschool them for an indefinite amount of time. Some of our friends are local businesses and aren't making money and have high overhead and don't know how they're going to stay afloat. So check on check on your friends. Send a text send a carrier pigeon and do what you need to do. Um, If you have any friends who are local small business owners, support them in any way possible. Restaurants are doing like curbside pickup. Local shops are offering sales online. I have this friend, buy a gift card. I have this friend who I respect very much as a businesswoman. She actually, I used to babysit for her and she owns a toy store in Collegeville, Learning Express in Collegeville. And she's doing curbside pickup. So you shop online Then somebody delivers it right to your car. No risk of contamination or anything like that. Then your kids are getting new activities to help them learn. You're not going crazy. They're not going crazy. You got them out of the house and in the car, but no cross-contamination with another human. They have a new learning activity and all is right in the world. 
I'm very, very lucky that my business is private-based, and that is super-duper helpful because I can bleach in between clients. So if I have a handful of people that want to come in for one-on-ones, I'm totally cool with it, and I'll just bleach everything in between. Yeah, I also do virtual nutrition and mindset coaching, so that's another thing that's keeping me afloat. Plus, Lululemon just being a ride or die, I am very, very lucky. All right, guys. Let's swan dive into today's topic. And the way that I'm approaching this is that of a loving big sister, okay? I'm not approaching this as a get the fuck out of my DMs. This is like a come into my DMs, but let's talk about it first, right? This is like an invitation over to somebody's house. My DMs are swamped. Um, I'm bracing for impact on this one. I think that I'm going to get a lot of pushback, but it's going to be fine. Um, I know that this could be more controversial than post-breakup bangs, okay? But someone needs to say it. Hear me out. We need to stop asking and waiting and wanting somebody to deliver us answers when we have the tools at our fingertips. We need to stop asking and start Googling. Let me tell you a little bit of a story. I had this professor in nursing school who like straight up wouldn't answer our questions. I learned from watching other students. So my peers make the mistake of going up and asking her sometimes really dumb questions, things that were very, very easily like searchable. Okay. So wait, back it up. I have to tell you who I was as a nursing student. So you can get on Etsy or on Amazon, all of these like little pocket books and there's ones for medications. And it just gives you like the basic overviews of like the things that you like need to know for different medications, for different vital signs, for um, different tests, like the Glasgow Coma Scale, things like that. And they were just like little index cards or little books that I kept in my pockets. And my pockets were always full with these little reference books so that I could like sneak into a corner and look something up and like raise the an- like raise my hand and like have the answer to everything. I looked up everything. Some of my peers did not do the same. And when we had this nursing professor, so she was a clinical instructor, so we're on the floor with her. And my peers would go up and ask her like really fucking dumb questions, like things that were like a simple Google search or just like open up your notes. It's literally right there. And she wouldn't answer their questions. She would say, what did it say when you looked it up? And so I learned very, very quickly that she's not the one to go to without having clarifying questions, right? Like if I'm going to go up to her, I'm going to say, here's what I know. Here's what I'm confused about. Can you help me bridge the gap? She loved those questions because you were presenting her with the knowledge that you already knew. And sometimes you already knew the answer. You just needed help like connecting the dots. And she loved helping you then. She just didn't want to hand out free answers. If we looked it up or asked a peer or another nurse on the floor or did our own research but still didn't know the answer, she would help us out. But she wasn't giving out the information for free, you know? She forced us to be self-directed learners. She forced us to problem solve. She forced us to be independent and resourceful, okay? We could come to her with pieces of the puzzle and she would connect them for that for us, but we had to bring the puzzle pieces to the table, right? We couldn't just like be like, here, can I have the answer? It just doesn't work that way. Handouts just don't work, okay? You don't learn that way. 
It definitely was a little bit annoying, and a lot of the students would talk mad shit at lunch, but she was a dang good teacher, let me tell you. And now I get it. I'm thankful she didn't hold our hand or wipe our assholes. She made us work for the information, therefore we actually learn the information, and she gave me a habit that has far exceeded the walls of the hospital. I am a self-directed learner through and through. I know how to dive into research, to watch videos or peer-reviewed studies, and then read those studies works cited page, and then read the sources that they they cited. And by the end of the rabbit hole that I have gone down, I'm nearly an expert on the topic. And girls, then we rinse, repeat, recycle. I have Googled my way to literally everything that I know and that I have. How did I find my Barbie dream sauna and learn the benefits of it? I Googled it. How did I learn how to start a business or a podcast or how to use TikTok? I Googled it. Guys, we use Google to our advantage. Google, YouTube, peer-reviewed sources. There is a YouTube video and a podcast episode for literally everything you could possibly imagine. We have endless information at our fingertips 24-7. There's a documentary, a research article, a podcast, literally on anything, right? And just to be clear... Just because I learn about something doesn't mean that I'm qualified to master that said skill. A lot of the time, what I learn is that I don't have the qualification, the background, the skills, the tools to master the task that I'm learning about. That's when I use my research to communicate with someone who is qualified to help me out, right? That's when I hire out. That's when I outsource. I learn how to screen for quality experts in that field because I communicate with them speaking their own language. I use their industry jargon to communicate with them. I also do research on their pricing structure for the industry and their level of expertise. If I'm hiring someone, I want to know the fair pricing structure for their service in their industry. And I will have no problem telling them when they're under or overcharging. And to be quite honest, it's usually an undercharge. Most people like negate the fact that they went to school for it, that they bought software, that the amount of time, the amount of energy, um, and then the actual delivery of the product. A lot of people undercharge on their services. And I have no problem being like, hello, um, you're definitely undercharging. Um, we should probably talk about it and I will pay them a competitive rate. Um, so also people in the industry really, really, whatever the industry is, appreciate when you pay them what they definitely deserve. And when you call them out on undercharging, I love when I work with someone and then I go back to their website a few months later and their pricing structure is far more respectable for their skills, like their skill set. Um, And here's the thing about being a self-directed learner, you guys. It is such an underrated skill. I will never fail because I'm never not learning. There's always a book that I'm reading. I think upstairs right now on my nightstand, I have like, I don't know, 14 books, like legit. And then at my studio, I have another handful. It's just, I love learning and reading and I don't want someone to spoon spoon feed me answers. I want to be able to think critically about the information that I've been given. Um, 
And listen, having your questions answered by an expert isn't bad or wrong, but bring your research to the table. And that also brings me to another point. If you're doing your own research and then you come and you ask an expert, you have a leg to stand on and you can kind of see how credible they are. You know, like once you've done your own research, you can kind of be like, wow, this person really does know their shit or wow, this person is full of full of shit, you know, and that happens a lot. Um, How do you know if your sources are legitimate? This is a really good question that I get often. Um, Look for peer reviewed sources. So what that means is. A scientist took a hypothesis, they tested it, they did research studies, they repeated their results, and then somebody else, a different scientist from a different lab or a different university or whatever it may be, studied the same hypothesis and got the same results. I love a peer-reviewed source. That means that what I'm talking about is the real deal. Now, most of my um, research is scientific because I'm researching exercise, which is science, guys. Um, It's the study of movement, um, the study of energy transfer, right? Because calorie burn is energy transfer. Nutrition, the way that things are, are digested in the human body, science, science, science. Mindset, the way that the brain fires is all science. The way that our brain processes information as positive or negative, how resourceful our brains are um, from trauma and things like that, that's all science. So I'm definitely someone who spends a lot of time like researching scientific studies because it pertains to what I do for a living. And so I spend a lot of time just reading peer-reviewed studies. And I also learned how to play devil's advocate. This is super duper important. When you're searching for studies, it's very easy to type in a Google search that's a little bit biased, right? And what you want to do is search for something with the opposite of your bias. So you found the information that's congruent with what you wanted to hear, but now you need to do the research on the opposite end. So a really great example of this is the ketogenic diet, right? You can find a million and two sources, both pro and like against the ketogenic diet. And here's the thing. You have to be talking to somebody who understands their shit. I understand that if you have epilepsy or PCOS, some other hormone issue, keto is right for you. Under the guidance of your neurologist or endocrinologist or gynecologist and a registered dietitian, not someone like me who has, I have my nursing degree and I also have a nutrition certification. However, somebody who needs regular blood work, I'm not going to take them unless they're willing to pay for out-of-pocket blood work. It's much easier to get it ordered through your doctor and much cheaper to do it that way. Um, So I would have them reach out to their doctor and do it that way just because it's far more um, cost-effective than working with somebody privately. Um, And that's just like two cents there. However, the ketogenic diet for Susie's Sally housewife in South Dakota Oh my God, you could literally go into cardiac failure, renal failure. You could have inverted T waves. You could clog your arteries and have a stroke, a PE, which is a um, like a blood clot in your lungs. You could just clog your arteries and die prematurely. There's a whole lot of issues with drinking butter in your coffee and then having bacon with cheese four times a day. Like I just, just Google, right? 
And again, find the pros and cons. If you have PCOS, if you have epilepsy, that could be something that could be very beneficial to you. If you are sitting on your couch just eating fat all day, it's probably not, you might drop weight, but you also might drop dead. So just knowing the pros and cons of everything, right? The same thing goes for a night cream or the best pair of leggings for hot yoga or how to start a business. Google it. Here's the thing. I'm going to give you an example of a great question in my DMs and a not so great question in my DMs. This morning, I had a great question in my DMs. One of my friends sent me a message and she was like, hey, remember that book that you were promoting like a week or two ago from your friend that you got to read it early, blah, blah, blah. What was the name of the book and can I get it yet? That's a great question. I don't have it pinned on any sort of story. There is not really much access to finding that information. The book hasn't been released yet, so I haven't been hyper promoting it because it comes out on the 24th. So it made sense that she wanted to know more information about it because I just don't have it clear, right? Let me show you an example of a bad question in my DMs. This came from a boy. Um, I think he was trying to get my attention. And what he did was asked me how much the, and typed out the entire name of the product, the Elmis Pro Collagen Marine Cream went for. He typed out the whole name of the product into my DMs instead of typing the whole product name into a Google search bar and letting that come up and letting him see the price of it. Instead, he would have liked me to type the whole dang thing into my own search bar, copy and paste the link into his DMs and spoon feed him the information. You guys, that is not being a self-directed learner. And here's the thing. Even if I am promoting a cream, you have to do your research. What if you're allergic to the first ingredient on the thing? That's not cool. You're going to break out in a rash. We don't like that. So you have to do your research, even if someone who is very, very credible is talking to you from a place of experience and they did their own research for them. Okay. Google. Now is the dang time. We have a lot of openness and freedom in our schedule. Listen, uh, this is also not a promotion. Um, I, yesterday, signed up for this service called Skillshare. Again, not a promotion, not an ad. I paid for it, okay? And I watched informational videos all day. I took notes. Information and then did some Googling. So I took the information that experts in each field that I was researching Um, and then I Googled it to see, okay, who is good to hire? Because what I learned is I don't have the right software. I don't have the right skill set. I don't have the right education. I don't have all of these background things that I really, really need in order to do what I need to do. So now I'm going to do the research on the industry and find someone in my price range that's credible or look for a college student to help build their portfolio, something along those lines. If I'm trying to like uh, keep costs low. Um, but I watched informational videos. I took notes. I did some Googling and then I took the skills that I'm not capable of and researched the crap out of the professionals that are, I I can hire for them. Okay. Um, and we're going to talk about one last thing. And this is something that I've gotten more recently since I have started, um, the studio. And a lot of people want to pick my brain and ask how to start a business. And truth be told, I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. I literally Google everything. I knew, or I know, not knew, I know how to teach a damn good Pilates class. I know how to read bodies. I understand how muscle fibers work. I understand how to pair exercises well together. 
I know how to read bodies. I know that if your big toe is shaking on certain exercises, that that is not an indicator of um, your toe quaking. That's an indicator of weakness in your inner thigh. Things like that, that um, somebody who's a novice in the field probably wouldn't understand. I have a nursing degree. I have a certification in nutrition. Again, I do research studies on mindset. So I knew what I was bringing to the table work-wise. What I didn't know how to do was run a business. And I still don't really know what I'm doing. If I'm being perfectly frank, um, I'm making it up. But I hired an accountant. I hired a lawyer. I found a space. I opened up that space. I check in with like the real grown-ups every so often. And I'm like, hey, this is how it's going. And they're like, great, keep doing it. And that's how it's been going. I really don't know what I'm doing. And so a lot of people have asked, not a lot, but like a handful of people have asked to go to coffee or asked if I would mentor them. And here's the thing, like, I truly don't know what I'm doing. I have no problem giving someone a front row seat to me guessing. Um, And I definitely need and want a mentor. But here's how I would approach it a little bit differently. I would never ask someone to go to coffee because I know how valuable my time is. So if someone is more experienced in the industry or has a skill set that I don't possess and has a bigger business than me, I'm not going to ask them for their time because I know that their time is probably more valuable than mine. So I'm not going to take away from them. What I'm going to do instead is pitch something to them. I'm going to offer them something that no one else can. I'm going to offer them a skill set that I see that they're lacking. So before I approach a mentor, first, I'm going to study them, like really, really study them and see where my skills could benefit them the most. Is it doing virtual Pilates? Is it a mindset coaching? Is it offering a tidbit on nutrition? Is it going into their business and giving a speech on resilience and sharing my story about like when my brain shut down and I was a vegetable? Um, What can I offer them instead of taking from them and then create the space for me to ask like one or two questions after we're finished working together, right? I provide them with this free service and then I ask them one or two questions that are very, very open-ended where I'm able to gather as much information as humanly possible. And then I ask them if I can record it so that I'm not taking notes and I can be actively engaged in like the tennis match that is a conversation. And I just really sit there and listen, really, really sit there and listen and learn as much as I can. And I think that's the best way to approach it. Um, So if somebody sent me a message and was like, Hey, I noticed that you have a lot of typos in your blog post. I am the worst at catching typos. I read my shit a thousand times and they still slip through. Um, Hey, I noticed X, Y, and Z in your blog post. I am qualified through this, 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 and this. I would love to edit your blog post in exchange for Pilates privates. Or if we could sit down and discuss... X, Y, and Z. That is a DM that I'm going to answer a lot faster than, can I take your time for coffee for two hours and you give me a lot of free information and then get nothing out of it? Like that just can be frustrating for me sometimes. And I think that it can be for other people. And I'm not saying this at a dig at anybody, like truly, truly not a dig. 
Um, but I've noticed that I've wasted so much time responding back and forth to those DMs when I could have been getting more shit done in my business or just like taking a walk with my dog. All right, guys, I think that's all that I have for you today. If you are not a part of the Sweat Thrive Glow private party on Facebook, make sure you hop over to Facebook, add yourself in there. Um, I can't wait to see you over there. Also, I'm going to pre-record a whole bunch of podcasts. Podcasts are coming Tuesdays and Thursdays. I'm putting it out into the universe, which makes me have to do it. Also, if you are a member of the Studio by TPB, look for those Sunday scripture emails. I send you an email every single Sunday. Um, A few people, I think they bounced back. So always just double check your email if you're not getting them or see if you opted out of them. And then for those of you who are not members of the studio, I was kind of hesitant on this because I want there to be content specifically for the people who are coming to the studio. So I'm going to keep this separate. So if you are a member of the studio, the content will be completely different than what I'm about to say. If you go to my website, thepilatesblonde.com, if you scroll down on the right hand side, there's going to be a box where you can type in your email. You can ask to subscribe to a newsletter. I will be sending out newsletters to my subscription list. Feel free to join. You can always opt out if you choose to. Um, But if you want content from me, I'm going to send out emails on Wednesdays. So it'll be Tuesdays is going to be Tuesdays, Thursdays or the podcast. Wednesdays are going to be emails for the like Sweat Thrive Glow community. And then Sundays are for just studio clients. Blog posts will be sprinkled throughout depending on my work schedule. Expect more during this like quarantine crisis. Check on all your friends. Make sure everyone's healthy and safe and not running a fever. Check on your small business friends. Check on your friends who are parents and are home with their children um, and can't take them anywhere because everything's shut down. Check on your people. All right, guys, make good choices. Look both ways. Wash your dang hands. I love you the most.